0: To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God upon which we base our message this Reformation Sunday is from the gospel you heard read before from John chapter 8. I recall just these words. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who was willing to sacrifice his life so that we might live eternally, my beloved. The Christian church was founded by Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is the church's one foundation. The church was founded by Jesus Christ, God's Son, the second person of the triune God, who came to earth, became a human, God and man in one, who lived perfectly, died innocently, rose victoriously. Whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life in heaven. But did you ever think about it this way? Jesus Christ was also the greatest church reformer. The church in his day, year 30, was deformed by the teachings of the church leaders. Be a good person, pray to God. Do good things, and then God might love you. The church was deformed by that lie. That's why one time Jesus told that parable, that illustration of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And the Pharisee came into uh, the temple, and he lifted his eyes up to God, and he said, God, thank you. You should be so happy with a great guy like I. I pray all the time. I give my money to the poor. I'm not like that sinner over there. The other part of the illustration is the sinner who came into the temple wouldn't even lift up his eyes to the Lord, but he said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus, in his illustration, says that person who recognized his sins and needed for a savior, he went home forgiven, not the other one. And so Jesus had to reform the church that had been deformed. It wasn't the same thing as it was in Moses and King David's day. It was wrecked. And so Jesus came along and he said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Son of God, Jesus Christ, was the greatest reformer of all. He not only preached the truth... He was and is the truth. He was not only the messenger for the truth, he was actually the message of truth. And so as history tells us, another great reformer came along in the year 1517, Martin Luther. Had to change again a church that was deformed. The church says, get to heaven by your good performance. Give a lot of money to the church. Say a lot of prayers. Luther says, oh no. No. Grace alone, God's undeserved love alone. Faith alone in Jesus Christ, the Savior. Scripture alone, not the teachings or the rules of the church. That's how we're saved. And that changed the face of Christianity forever. You know, throughout history, Christian churches have carried on a continuous reformation. Why? Because Christianity, based on the Bible, continues to be bombarded with lies. In Luther's day, back in the 16th century, the lies that were bombarding the church came from within the church. That was the one source. Today, Christians are bombarded with lies all over the place and every day. False so-called Christian churches non-Christian churches, atheists, secular universities, social media, mass media, government, and society at large. And you know what the lies are. And this is only a little list because you go on and on and on. Evolution is science. Lie. Abortion is just a matter of reproductive health care. Lie. everyone has the right to choose his or her own sexual orientation. Lie. All religions are pretty much the same. Lie. Marriage is any two people of any gender willing to cohabit together for life. Lie. Now the lies are so dangerous because they destroy the Bible as being the only absolute source book of absolute truth. If there is no such thing as absolute truth, then each one of us individually serves as our own source of truth, and we become our own gods. We get to determine the difference between what is right and what is wrong, what is true and what is false, what is good and what is evil. You see, that's right there is really what the Reformation is all about. It's all about the truth. The truth is letting the Bible and the Bible alone answer the questions for us, who am I and who is God? The Bible tells us, unlike the uh, secular world out there, that likes to believe that everybody is born and they're just victims of their own circumstances and environment. Holy Scripture tells us that we as human beings are born as unbelievers, actively hating God, born in sin, destined for a real place of punishment called hell. We are imperfect. We are imperfect for God's demands of perfection. And you know as well as as I do, the imperfections that nobody has to tell us about, the things in our own personal minds, our own personal hearts, our own personal thoughts that we wouldn't want anybody else in the whole world to know about. But God knows. And by the grace of God, He has set us free from unbelief, to become children of God in spite of all of those sins. They're all erased. I mean, if you don't recognize who you are by nature, you also don't recognize that you need a Savior who God has given us by His grace. Scripture also tells us, answers the question, who is God? God is the creator of the heavens and earth in only six days. God created our first parents, Adam and Eve, who when they sinned, God provided for them a savior and an escape. God is the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, who sent Jesus into our world. God became a human. He became human like one of us to be perfect in our place and then to suffer the punishment that we deserved. That is The truth. So we as Lutheran Christians, we know what the truth is. So what does the truth do for you? Jesus says the truth will set you free. Freedom today in the eyes of the secular world is to be free to do whatever you want. You make up the rules. You do anything that you want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody or maybe yourself either. Make up your own rules. I remember way back in my very first congregation. Boy, that goes back a long ways, 1973. Got a new couple members for our congregation who really hadn't been in church for a long time. They became some of our staunchest church members. But they also had two sons, 18 and 19, I think they were. And those kids got a good idea in their mind that what they were going to do is they were really going to be free And in the middle of the night, 2.30 or 3, they together were going to run away from home with their junky old car. Well, they got several hundred miles away from home and the car broke down and they didn't have much money, maybe $25 each. They didn't have anything to eat. So dad had to go out and rescue them because they wanted to be free. When they got back, they said, Pastor, we weren't free out there at all. We would have been free if we would have stayed with our father and mother. Sort of reminds you of the prodigal son, doesn't it? Took his inheritance, ran away, spent it all, didn't have anything left. Finally became free when he came back to his father's arms. Adam and Eve, our first parents, they wanted to be free. Ah, that fruit looks so good and you could be like God. And they ate and then God had to rescue them so they could truly be free. No, when you know the truth, that's what sets you free. Free from what? Free from the disorientation of life that comes about when you listen to the lies. Lies about who you are. Unbelievers out there, they just believe that uh, all of us are just a body. You know, some bones with some protoplasm uh, flesh stretched over the top, and they go by that bumper sticker, Blank happens, and then you die. The truth tells us who you are, where you came from, where you're going. No broken GPS. God planned your lives, St. Paul says, way back, way back before the creation of the world, way back in eternity. He already saw you and planned that you would come in this world and be sitting here today He planned the color of your hair, the color of your eyes, the shape of your toes, everything. He knows everything about you. He planned you way back then. And I know that Jesus loves me, the Bible says. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. And that body and soul that was destined for hell, God redeemed with the blood of Jesus Christ, and through baptism put you on the road to heaven, you're a blood-bought soul of Jesus Christ. Destination ahead, new heaven and a new earth. Free from all sickness, injury, misery, and all of the problems of aging. Free from all those question marks in the minds of the people who don't know the truth, Jesus Christ. Another one of the big lies of the world today is just exactly what is sin. I talked to one person who was reading one of our our devotionals, and uh, she said, this uh, devotional talks about sin, 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 about six or ten. What is sin? Sin is imperfection. God demands perfection, that you be holy every day of your life. Actually, the, the illustration of the Greek word is missing the mark. God puts up a target there. And he says, You got to sh- shoot arrows at my will and my protection and hit the bullseye every day and every day. And if you go off a little bit, that's a sin and that can damn you. You have to be perfect. Sort of like uh, the Milwaukee Brewers being perfect for winning 173 games, 162 in the regular season and 11 in the postseason, every one of them to win the World Series. Impossible. We are not perfect. Like it or not, our imperfection puts us on the road to hell, to prison, to an ugly death away from God. Prison. That's where we would be destined for. Just heard that story about that uh, minister, that pastor over in Turkey finally released after being in a cramped jail cell for, what is it, a couple years Any of you ever visit a jail or a prison? I had to minister to some people in jail or prisons, and I tell you, it's a place you wouldn't want to be. Prisons are real. Also, the prison of hell is real. Sometimes it shatters your mind when you think of the prisoners in hell rattling the bars down there, and they can't get out of torture, and it'll be that way forever and ever. But because Jesus, by His grace, died for you, and saw to it to the Holy Spirit that you were brought to faith. You're not walking the road to prison. God erases all your debt. He lets you out of prison. He lets you off of death row. He frees you from the eternal illness that would lead to hell by the blood of His Son, by the blood of Jesus Christ. Free to serve Him. You see, the truth is what sets you free. I probably told you at least once from this pulpit the, the story from uh, one of Herman Gockel's uh, devotional booklets about the little black slave girl, back in those terrible a- days in our United States, and it was a little slave girl, maybe 12 years old, 13 years old, on the slave block, and she was going to be traded, and uh, she stood there crying and crying, and finally a man came up, uh, possibly the auctioneer came up to her. He says, The "Little girl, why are you crying?" She says, because I'm going to be sold in slavery. He says, no, a man just came out of the crowd and he paid for your price. You are free. You can go. And she said, sir, do you know who it was that paid the price? Because I have to run after him and follow him because I want to serve him for the rest of my life. You shall know the truth and the truth sets you free to serve Jesus. But we do have to say that the day of Reformation is also a day of caution. Don't become slaves to your ears by listening to the wrong voices, to the wrong message of lies. Know the truth, know the truth of God's Word. And remember that Jesus was the greatest reformer of all. He stood up for the truth against lies. For all of that, he lost his life, but he rose again so that we might be victorious. Luther was a reformer. He stood up for the truth. And for the truth, his life was threatened on many occasions. Which brings us to the last question. Who are the reformers of 2018 and where are they? And the answer is you are. Standing guard for the truth wherever you go, the workplace, school, among your friends, to see to it by knowing the truth that the truth is preserved so that you have something to continue to share. Know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And that is the truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. he ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time together our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.